Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Hello! Hi! <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are doing the thing. Another day in Groundhog Day. Um, oh, I was like, it's not Groundhog Day. It, I every day is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. <laughs> no, it's, it's always Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. Um, every day is Groundhog Day. A friend yesterday was like, what have you been up to today? And I was like, this, just this. like sitting on my couch, yep. playing this video game. Not much yep. else, you know? Yeah, I did just recently play, finish playing a really awesome video game that I'm going to recommend for anybody that listens and plays video games. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not new. It came out a couple years ago for the PlayStation 4. It's a great fucking game. Oh. It's like an RPG where you you don't like create a character you play as like a central character to the story but it's this big story about several centuries in the future and you like everybody is living in like small hunter-gatherer nomadic tribes Mm. and things like that there's no big civilizations and uh you you yeah and there's these like there's these machines that are all just like roaming the earth that people like hunt for parts and things like that and sounds wild (laughs) and so what you end up uncovering is that like in the 2040s there was this company developing and selling militarized like automated machine combat machines that get so advanced that they start to like destroy everything because they run on like he makes it so that they can replicate themselves so they don't need people to create why would you do that that's where you went wrong and he also makes it so that they run entirely on biomass (laughs) and so they literally just like kill everything around it to power itself and then make more of themselves and then you find this whole story about him like fueling wars to make more money and the only solution is this project that they come up with called like zero dawn where you're uncovering all of the centuries in the future where you basically find out that like in order to save the world like there is no stopping these machines we basically have to just develop a like artificial intelligence terraforming system so that once the entire world is devoid of life and the machines can't sustain themselves anymore this terraforming system can start to regrow the the world from the ground up anyway we have at least two time travel episodes though and we're on one of them (laughs) i here's the thing unpopular opinion i don't care for this episode really yeah interesting i think it's mostly just because it's supposed to be like campy and since the entire show itself is already kind of campy, the added layer mm-hmm. of cheese is just like too much for me. It is funny how like they try to camp up the the the, the greaser yeah what aspect. Is with the show and the obsession with the fifties. Right, that's the thing. Like they try to camp that up, but then at the same time, it's like, but you already like that's that's just a part of your show. Yeah, <laughs> it's not different. That's no. just a thing you do. I do enjoy this episode. I think it's ridiculous, but I think <laughs> that Ben Savage does a great job in it. Yes, I think he's really funny in this episode um there's some things i don't like but generally speaking i think it's pretty funny mm-hmm. and i think it is and i think it has like a a wonderful like lampooning of happy days and yes. and leave it to beaver and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. which brings me to my trivia yes oh fr- the the 
<laughs> well, my brain shorted, so here we go. We're talking about season three, episode 19, I Was a Teenage Spy. And this is also The Feeny Call. And we're talking about Boy Meets World. <laughs> We've never said that. <laughs> we never said that at the beginning. So yeah. just in case you're tuning in right right now. Right, right. If, like you, if, you, episode, if you're one of those skippers like, who skip the banter. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, here you are. Hello. It's The Feeny Call. But yes, that brings me to my trivia because, of course, Happy Days. It's just like filled with Happy Days characters. Uh-huh. We have Tom Bosley, Pat Morita, and Anson Williams. Mm-hmm. And they're all in Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes a reference to Happy Days, I think, in like the opening scene or something like that. Because he said something about Happy Days and I was like, oh, Happy Days. And then those three showed up. And well, I was it's like, oh. it's in the kitchen with Feeny when they're, when he says, like, it wasn't all yes, happy. Like, Feeny says it wasn't happy all Happy Days yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's it's directly lampooning that. Obviously, Correct. with Shanzi, Hunterelli. Yep. Making an a absurd Fonzie kind of dealio. It's and, true. Yeah, so it's, it is directly lampooning all of that, which is funny and fine. It's fun to see characters get to do some different things. I think the people who probably get to have the most fun in this episode, I would imagine, were Turner. Yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> like, Turner and, like, Topanga, uh, and Topanga probably get to have the most fun yeah. as an actor. Like, That's true. being ridiculous. I also loved Eli's small little part. Mm-hmm. And I said the thing about Hepcat earlier because he actually is the front man for Hepcat. So yeah. that's why he makes that reference. Yeah. I've got feelings. References all the wa- out the wazoo. I'm very surprised that they don't do an episode like this but do The Wonder Years. Yeah. Instead. Because right. Fred Savage. I think it was like too close. That's probably true. They were probably you know, too close in age. It's like a not even 10 years difference between ending Wonder Years and starting... Yeah. Boy Meets World. So I feel like it's... Because this is like... This is an episode for the parents that watch. Yeah, that's with fair. With your kid. Mm-hmm. You know? This is where like... You're giving fodder out to the to the TV sitcom veterans out there that... Because like if you're a child watching the show, like... You in understand. the 90s. What the fuck? When, when what's his fuck walks down the stairs or when he comes to the door, you're like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's, it's the same kind of shit happens with the monkeys episode yep. where you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> Even the kids, I feel like, who started with Girl Meets World and now go feed into Boy Meets World oh, because they like Girl Meets World. They're like, more distant what? Now. <laughs> they're like, who are these people? So it's, it's wild how quickly some of those things go out. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the show is only 20 years old. Well, and we just did... We, we just recorded with another podcast. Yes. And for a later episode of mm-hmm. Boy Meets World. And they mentioned how this happens to them yes. too, where, where there's a guest star who comes in and the audience applauds and they're like, am I supposed to fucking know who this is? Right. Like, am I, do I know? Why do I not? I, I feel like I'm the core demographic for watching this show and I don't know who the hell this is. That was definitely one thing that I appreciated watching it through with my mom for the first, first mm-hmm. time. Watching it all the way through with my mom for the first time she would catch little things like that. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm glad you caught that because I sure as hell did Right. Not. I do remember the monkeys thing was my mom like yeah. taught me that basically. Yeah. I remember. It's not like I watched this show with my mom exactly, but I would watch it. And I remember at least one time watching that episode, my mom was present and was like, oh, it's the monkeys. And I was like, oh. oh <laughs> it was also I like, know who they are. you know, it was pre-internet per oh, se. Yeah. And so you're not just like jumping on IMDb and looking it up. I, I, mean, I guess you could if you wanted to go and dial up and so right. on and so forth. Like you had to, but then I had to go downstairs and I had to, to make sure nobody desktop. was on the, I had to go to yep. the desktop in the computer room, make sure nobody was on the phone. Yep. I didn't know where to go. Yep. Like I <laughs> didn't know how to search for that. Yep. was not computer literate at the time. So I didn't even have Wi-Fi at the time that I watched Boy Meets World all the way through for the first time. 
Oh, Wi-Fi yeah, no, was for definitely sure. a thing in houses. No, but, like, we we, we, we were certainly dial up for quite some time. Yep. Uh, Who's on the recap? Should we do that? It's my you. turn. We got all messed up. We did get all messed up. So if you listen to last week's episode, we were all kinds of screwed up. And uh, it was because I messed up and did two in a row. I think it was 13, 14 or 14, 15, one of the two. And mm-hmm. so now, sorry. And here we are. All right. Wait, okay. I did 17. You did 18. I'm doing this one. All right. Shit. <laughs> I remember now because okay. I, I used to be evens and now I'm odds. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Corey's writing a paper. Uh, he comes downstairs after Eric tries to plug in the microwave because it blew a fuse and he starts to plug in the microwave. Ends up back in the 1950s when uh, they were there was the space war. Space wars? <laughs> And all of that, whatever, space race and all of that. Um, He bumps into, uh, or he goes to school, sees Sean and Topanga in like their 50s selves, um, goes to class, tries to show everyone that he's from the future. It doesn't work. They think he's a Russian spy. They arrest him. And then he plugs in the box and goes back to, the jukebox and goes back to, I was about to say boombox. My God. Again, I. uh, Space wars. Coming to a dollar theater near you. Space wars. I get so stressed out. What did you learn? What did we learn in this episode? Who the hell knows? I'm saying this. That's. I think that's another one of the reasons that I don't like this episode is because you could pull it out of the show and it would make absolutely no difference whatsoever. And there are episodes like that. I disagree a little bit, but now that we're getting more into the thick of it, it's harder for me to watch something that doesn't really have like a lesson or further the plot that Mm -hmm. much. The only way that it does is just because of uh, Topanga and Corey. That's what I was gonna say. This is a. This is. This is a goofy episode, but it's really a Corey Topanga episode. Yeah. And there's there's they're one setting us up Yeah, they're setting up setting up Disney World, part. setting up setting up them getting back together. Mm-hmm. And so like while it's easy to dismiss this episode in a lot of ridiculous fashion, mm-hmm. it's the first time since they broke up that like it's been very openly, outwardly pining for getting back together. Yeah. And there's a line before he goes back in time. I can't remember if Sean or Topanga says it, but uh, they say you can't keep living in the past. Yes, like that's what I—that's what you know—that's what I think they were supposed to take away, right? Is this idea that like life is going to keep moving forward and it should be informed mm-hmm. by your past, but you should not like dwell on it. You know, that's yeah. that whole—it's the adage about like uh, forgetting history, doomed to repeat it, whatever it is, yes. right? Um. So if you you know what am I supposed to take away? I think we're supposed to take away learning from your past and using it to improve your future or build your future, I should say, not improve. Yeah. Um, which I think is, is fair. But it's also that that's like a nugget hidden underneath 20 minutes of, <laughs> of nonsense. Yes. Uh, of like fan service to your parents and and like sitcoms of old oh, and, yeah. and nonsense and, and goofiness, which is fine. Like I yeah. don't, you know, I don't need every episode of this to be a George Seriously. R. R. Martin like oh, novel, my. you know. Um, Could you imagine? Well, if it were, it'd be Game of Thrones. <laughs> so. Um 
It's fine. And I, I don't hate this episode. I think it's a good time. I think it's nonsense. I laughed yeah. while I was watching it. I had a good time. Sarah and I were watching it together and she was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, I know, it's <laughs> exactly. great. Um, you know, there's some good jokes. Ben Savage gets to have a wonderful performance in it. I think everybody yeah. gets a, everyone gets a chance to be like, have a fun, good performance in it. Yeah. There are good moments and bad moments, I feel like, in every performance. Sure. There's two things I hate in this episode, but I'm going to wait on okay. that. They're almost immediately related. What did you want? Oh, great. I actually looked at it from more of like a, I tried to look at it from like a hopeful lens because Corey says like, well, we don't have to worry about the stuff where I'm from. I guess that where I'm from is actually better than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And so there's kind of this like mindset of like, you're hopeful about how, how things are constantly getting better or you would hope that things are constantly getting better. And so it kind of made me feel like someday we're going to look back in like 10, 15, 20 years, however long. In this in this case, it's 40. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll still be alive in 40 years and we can look back and see the year 2020 mm-hmm. in the rear view mirror and, and it will be, it won't loom as large as it does right now. Because right now, obviously there's a lot. And hopefully 40 years from now, we'll look back and be like, like I don't whatever like people didn't believe in science that's crazy there was a point in time where people actually didn't believe in science or like people disrespecting black people like that's insane I hope we'll be able to look back at these things and be like that doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. and it was wild that it happened in the first mm-hmm. place that's very lovely and optimistic that's what I tried to good do. for you Good for you. My every every impulse in my body right now wants to say bullshit. Yeah, no, it's true. It's I mean, um, some of these things are gonna take hundreds and thousands of years, but we'll we'll need the United States of America to fundamentally collapse before we Correct. start to fully respect every human <laughs> as an equal. Yes. Um, the, the the foundation upon which your house stands is rotted. That's so, true. Uh, so See, they're gonna go in one. one direction, and hopefully, we'll rise from the ashes and get better, or it's the Hunger Games. So we'll find out which one. Hide your kids. Yes, there. It's that 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 sentiment strikes me and makes me think of Corey saying, "In forty years, we'll have uh, mm-hmm. cheese in the pizza crust. We'll have." What is it, microwave oven? No. What do, what do they have? What are the, a man's going to walk on the moon, which I thought was funny because that'll happen in 11 years right? from the time that this episode happens. Yeah. And men and women will be equal partners in the workforce. And yep. I was like, man, no. that's not even true now. Right? <laughs> but see, here's the thing. 20 years ago, they thought that was equality. They yeah. thought that, and now we're- That you're 70 cents on the dollar. <laughs> yeah. And now 25 years later, we're like, no, it's not. We want more and we want better. I was you know? listening to the Armchair Expert episode that just dropped with Leslie Young Jr. Um, I love him so much. Don't we all? In that episode, he talks about when they were going to- film Hamilton Mm -hmm. and nobody really formally approached like everyone's agents about that it was just kind of like we're doing the movie y'all and everyone was like expected to be like woo and he uh like apparently the day or two before they were supposed to film was still not officially like signed on to do it (laughs) like he was personally still like Mm, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh my god! And he tells this story basically where he goes to producers and says, "Like, I want to know what Aaron Tveit is paid for Grease Live." Wow, good <laughs> and, for him. And he's like, and they tell him he's like, "That's how that much exact amount." Yep, that's how much I'm doing for this movie. That uh, the point being that he has this whole thing. He has this conversation about parody in the workforce, and obviously that one's related to race. 
and not sex, um, as Corey puts it here. But man, oh man, did he say that? And Sarah just went, ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck, yep, I didn't make it. Yeah, no. It wasn't true then. Nope. It's not really true now. No. But again, it makes me hopeful for the future that we'll, if that's what they thought at that time. Sure. Well, people, you know, it's interesting because you also, he could have said like, people will be seen as equals regardless of their race too. Like he could have said that. And, and that obviously is not true still, but overwhelming samples come out with people believing we live in a post-racial society. Correct. And, and that's just clearly not true with everything we know. Um, well, it was interesting. They had a black girl in class. I noticed them. that yeah. as a black girl sitting in the front of the class. And I was like, that wouldn't have happened. And I said, it's 1957. She's not that sitting she's in that classroom there. with you all right now. Nope. I, I was just like, this is wild. Because, like, mm-hmm. one, this show doesn't even feature a black character sitting in class with them, generally speaking. And, like, Until the, Angela. And, yeah, like, I mean, again, I haven't combed every episode, so I could be wrong about this. But most of the time, that classroom does not have a black kid in it that I have ever noticed. And... I think it's really interesting that they, in the like time travel episode to 57, are like, all right, and I want to make sure that we have not only a black character in the classroom, but I want her sitting in the front in next the front. to Corey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I want like, her sitting in the front row and featured. And I'm like, well, this is weird this now. Is, yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's yeah, 1957. Like, why couldn't you have done this? Like, and why last is this happening? Right. Why is this happening in the weird time travel episode when it was literally segregated and not in like. 1997 yeah. when, it's, when it is desegregated. I'm glad you pegged that because I pegged that. Oh, for sure. Uh, well, we're here. I want to jump on to my two chief problems with the yes. episode. It is Eli and Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> there's there's a popular information meme set basically about black characters in media. Yep. And one, one of the things comes up a lot is like for like a litmus test is like, is your black character definitely not magic? Because that's so often like a trope where it's like our only black character and they are like the magic person in some way yep. uh and so you know we gotta oh, oh, oh you know wise man and we go to, to eli and like play that for a joke and then he's not the wise man so i guess they like check that box he's not magic but, they were like, like we're we led gotta, to that for yeah, a minute we gotta like, skip over it right it's like a little bit better knowing that that human is actually like the front man for a hepcat for like that yes for you know that for the band hepcat and like that's the, the what joke. he's playing and that's like part of his actual identity mm-hmm. but at the same time it does it it, it toes struck me it toes the line for me where it was like only black character and their magic and then we do the the mr miyagi bit where sarah literally out loud says is this racist <laughs> and i'm like again i'm feeling a little weird about it because this actor is famous for doing i was gonna say this I like role feel- that that he you know and that that has a lot of um respect yes. in many ways. The only reason that I saw it and was like it could there it has the potential to not be racist is because he's not necessarily playing another character. He's playing Mr. Miyagi. Again, right, right. Which exactly. he already has played in the past and yeah, is like a character of respect. He's a he's a teacher. He's yeah. like the like the highest rank that you can be of. So it's been quite some time since I've seen the Karate Kid, but if I'm remembering correctly, uh, like Mr. Miyagi is like a child of of Japanese internment camps in America, right? And oh my god, has I suffered seen... through. You haven't. I. I. It's been I've a long seen, time. Yeah, I, it's been like high school since I've seen the Karate Kid. Yes, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I never saw the Jaden Smith one. Neither did I. Um, I want to watch the Karate Kid now. 
I know. In this, also weird. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not related to the Happy Days bit that we're doing. Like, no. the Karate Kid came out in, in 1984. Well, but he was in Happy Days. Oh. That's why. I don't know why he's playing Mr. Miyagi, because that's oh, not who he was sure. in Happy Days. Sure, okay. I did not know that, mm-hmm. that. That was part of my fun facts. Were you not listening? <laughs> I already forgot, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I named like three people. I knew so. I knew that the other two guys that we see in, that come to Corey's house were were mm-hmm. Happy Days cast members. I didn't know that Pat Morita mm-hmm. was on Happy. Day. I've never watched Happy Days. Like, let's get I. that out. Yeah, <laughs> no, neither have I. I will say my favorite character in this whole episode might have been Morgan, followed yeah. by uh, Eric. Interesting. Yeah. Why Morgan? I think it, there's just something like. I don't she's like they put her in this little cute outfit and she she delivers her lines very well it's not overacted which a lot of them are overacted and Corey's not a character mm-hmm. like he does a great job but he's not he's Corey yeah. he's not like a new person um Alan's Russian accent <laughs> it's is so laughable bad. it's so bad <laughs> it is laughable Amy does a pretty good job Eric does a good job Feeney is still Feeney like uh-huh. there's no change uh-huh. uh Turner does a really good job um but Morgan's just so precious. She's just so precious. That's exactly what they want you to feel. Exactly. <laughs> it really right. like that's when what, she says, like, "I'll cheer you up," and hula hoops or whatever. That's that's like the most 1950s thing the show does. It's, it's so like, cute. here's a cute kid hula hooping. Smile. Go buy an oven. Like <laughs> that's exactly and I, that's exactly what like yeah that's what they were going for and that's exactly what it provided for me. All right, so I was that's like fair, that I hit guess. the nail on the head. Yeah, I like the Feeny Eric jokes and, and yes. bits there. Um, I think you'd be an excellent student either. Oh, certainly, but they want me to teach. Uh. That's so good. And then he's like, well. You know, Harvard doesn't like girls, and he's like, I wouldn't want anything to disrupt yeah, yeah. my studies. Harvard it is. That's funny. Which is also funny because, of course, at the time, Harvard wasn't accepting women. I didn't look that up. Is that true in 57? Mm-hmm. Were they not? Okay. 67, the Lamont Library allowed women access. In 75, the two colleges merged their admissions. Okay. So like the 70s, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. Who was your MVP? Ah, who was my MVP? It's hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Especially since no one is really the person that they actually are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I like part of me wanted to give it to Corey. Mm-hmm. He's the one who learns the lesson, I guess. Yeah. I kind of like. I don't love some of his interactions with Topanga. Yep. Like this, I, I, the whole the bit about how he looks at her and whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, stop staring at her. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her um, alone for like two seconds. Yeah. 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 Um. And he's so smug about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Shanzi. Shanzi gets the MVP. That's why I picked him. Yeah. And the reason is, I think, just because at first he's very, like, obviously standoffish to Corey as he comes in and is like, we're best friends. And he's like, no, we're not. Uh-huh. So then he takes a different approach. And um, when Corey gets like has his back then he has Corey's back and then Mm -hmm. he just continues to have Corey's back for the rest of the episode he's the one who's like which you could also give it to Topanga a little bit but yeah I don't like Mm -hmm. some of the interactions that they have so I gave it to Sean because he's like constantly trying to like find new places for him to hide he's like you can hide in my makeup spot which is clearly Turner's apartment Mm -hmm. and uh, which is also oh yeah we don't talk about that the sheet comes off of what's uh, the girl what's her name Um, it's not Dana was it not Dana no thought it was Dana I don't think it's the same actress. 
It's definitely not the same actress. It could be like it's supposed to be Dana, but interesting, interesting. I do have a comment about Dana for our next episode. I do too. Yeah, you flagged it too. Yeah, you got I it? did. I was like, <laughs> hold on. Oh, what? we don't get the zier, yep. but we gotta talk about it. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, Shanzi. Shanzi stands up. He does yeah. this. He does the thing. Yeah, I hate at the end when Corey wakes up and he's like, "She's here. Where is she?" Although I'm glad that they didn't do like the Wizard of Oz waking up and you were there and you were there <laughs> because that is so overdone. Oh, that would have been funny. Media. I think it would have. I think it could have been really funny if this episode was already making fun of shit left and right. That's true. And like poking fun at tropes, that could have been very funny. I think. Yeah. Um, but. No, I don't like how he wakes up and he's like looking around like, she's here. I know she's she's here. here." I hated that. I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Thanks for being with us. Let us know anything you thought about this episode and uh, any of the antics and nonsense therein. Absolutely. Oh, we did get a question from Hillary about Topanga's hair, Mm -hmm. which I'll go ahead and play here. Okay, I just have a question this week, and that question is, Danielle is wearing a wig, right? Because I swear, it looks like her hair just restyled from season four, but then she still has her long hair, and I don't think she cut it until season four, right? So sometimes when I watch the episode, I just feel like I'm going crazy. Um, but of course, yes, it's a wig. Absolutely. There's no way that they could have cut it or done anything. It's absolutely a wig. Uh, follow us on social media at the Feeny Call and at the Feeny Call Podcast. And we will be back next week. There's an exciting thing coming soon. We recently recorded with uh, another podcast called Bruh Meets World, B-R-U-H Meets World. Uh, two wonderful guys doing a similar thing to what we're doing out in California. And we had an excellent time mm-hmm. shooting the shit with them yeah. uh the other day over uh season four episode so a little ahead of where we are now but definitely go check them out they're really really wonderful uh humans who go about this in a similar but just different enough way um <laughs> and we hope to feature them on our podcast soon yes in some kind of way because they're ahead of us but yeah We'll get to that. Uh, so yeah, that's on Bra Meets World. They're on season four. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find them wherever you're listening to this too. They're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. every Stitcher. But they're wherever you're listening to this. Wherever. They're probably there. Yes. Uh, and that's B R U H Meets World. Mm-hmm. I know they're on Spotify. You know what? They're not on Google Podcasts. Actually, I did notice that okay, they've got good. they have like their promo there, but then the rest of it says go to Spotify or okay. other places. Great. So listen on something else. Yes. Uh, so check them out. We had a great time talking with them, though. They're yes. really fun guys. And it's I think you guys will enjoy the episode a lot. Absolutely, yeah. We had some good conversation. Anyone who is a, as big of an Eric fan as I am will definitely enjoy the episode. So uh, go check it out. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. And uh, as always, class dismissed. <laughs>